0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com. Pashas Noach, the Pasha of the Mabel, the Flood. <laughs> Pashas Lechlech already begins Avram Avinu, our forefathers that we attribute ourselves to. Brescius is the parasha of Bresa Oilam, the world, the creation of the world. What is Noach? What is the purpose? What is the idea of the whole story of Pashas Noach of the Flood? The Post says that the Flood was a combined effort. Of the waters from below and the waters from the top. And the Possek actually begins with the waters below. The Possek says that, Nifku Mayonas Tohoim, the Tohoim, the water below, came up, and, and the water came from above. Why did the water come first from below? But the answer is we know, we see that the marble, the flood, symbolizes a certain era, symbolizes something. In Tehillim, and we recite this on Friday night in Kabbalah Shabbos, Hashem la Mabel Yoshov, by Hashem Melech li-aylam. And all the commentaries there explain. What are we comparing, La Lovoi, Mashiach comes? What, in what way, in what sense are we comparing that to the Mabel, to the flood? And they explain because when Hashem brought the flood, it wasn't just the flood, the whole world was destroyed. There was nothing in the world, not only everything was destroyed. But even more than that, the sun and the moon, the constellation, leshim nothing operated. Everything was everything was laid to rest, to total standstill. So what was there? Nothing. What does it mean? Nothing. Nothing means Hashem's presence was there. Hashem The marble symbolizes and represents where only Hashem's metzias, only Hashem's radiant metzias existence was there. And that's why the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah compares this to the El Ashvi. Hashvi, that the, between the 6,000th year and the thousandth year, there is an opinion the world's going to be put to rest, and that's learned from Hashem, La Mabel, Yoshov. The Mabel I- re- represents this idea that the Khat Chruv, there's nothing there in the world. And when there's nothing there in the world, it means that there's only Hashem there in the world. V'niskov Hashem Lovadoy Bayemahu. And this was actually a punishment for the generation of the Mabal, and Rashi says that it was a sin of Avodah Zorah. And Avodah Zorah means that you believe that there's more than just Hashem in the world, and Avodah Zorah means they worship the stars, they worship the zodiacs, there's more that they worship, they hold that there's more powers in the world, and because of that they were punished, no sun, no stars, nothing, nothing, just venisk Hashem levadai Bayemahu. Noach was saved, because Noach is a Zohar al-Shem va-Yonach ba-Yem ha Noach is a Shabbos takayit. Noach is Menuchah. Menuchah is a Shabbos, a Day of Shabbos. Noach is Menuchah. Noach is Shabbos. In reality, on Shabbos also everything's put to rest. On Shabbos everything rests. Shabbos is like a day of marble. Shabbos is like a day of a of Hashem by That's why desecrating Shabbos in the first Mishnah and Shabbos is the first melacha that's discussed. Is taking out from a private domain from a ruchus Yochit to ruchus arabim. The whole idea of Shabbos is that there's only a yochit. Taking out into a shusarabim, a public domain that's anti the whole idea of Shabbos. So Shabbos, the mm-hmm. Noach lives his life that there's only Hashem in his, in, in his life in the world. And therefore, when the Mabel happened and it, there was only Hashem in the world, is Noach was sailing in that area in that period, but everybody else that believed and worshipped other things during the Mabel. It was revealed that there was only Hashem in the world. Let's take this a step deeper and then we'll understand the idea of why Pasha's Noach is its own independent Pasha. You have Parshas Barashas and you have Parshas Noach. Barashas is the creation of the world. Barashas begins with a base. Base means there's two. There's two. In other words, there's a possibility to contemplate, to contemplate an idea of two powers in the world, Chas v'sham. The world was created with a base, the world was created, a lekim is with a yudah mem at the end, which means plural, which means the world was created that a person can shalom feel or believe or get lured to believe that there's multiple powers, more than one power in the world. Parashas noyach is the parasha that has to set everything to, to set everything to what the, rea- what the reality is, what the real Matzius is. We say every day in Davening, You were alone, Hashem, before creation of the world. Even after the world is created, we have to bring about, post-creation, the revelation of Hashem or pre-creation. Just like before the world was created, Hashem was alone, so too, even once the world was created, we still have to see and believe that Hashem is alone in the world. Parashas Noyach was always destined as the parasha that would reveal after the world was created in Parashas Barashas comes along Parashas Noyach and teaches us that even after the world was created nothing's changed. Hashem is still levadoi, And that's why it's very interesting. The Sodik brings down, the Tzvass Emes and Likutim bring down Parashas Noach was supposed to be the parasha of Matan we know from the Gemara and Chulin, the, the end of Parashas, B'reishas, the Posthus says, B'shagam, or B'sha, is Gematria Moshe, Moshe's Neshama was right there, Pashas Noyach was the parsha of Matan Torah, and that's why the Medrash Tan begins, Parshas Noyach, all about Torah, the Zoya begins all about Torah, Pasha's Noyach is the parsha of Matan Torah, and that's why Reb says, that water is Torah, and therefore, even afterwards, it turned from being the mine that's compared to Torah, to mine that flooded the world, but Pasha's Noyach was destined to be the parsha of Torah Why? Because at Matan Torah, the Pesach says in voice chanon, what happened at Matan Torah? What did the world witness at Matan Torah? <laughs> which is so Matan Torah. By Matan Torah, you showed Hashem Atah Horeisa L'Das, Hashem Hu Alei Kim Ein Oid Melvadoi. Matan Torah showed that Hashem is the one and only existence. When Hashem wrote with the Aleph of a Hashem le kecho it became crystal clear the Aleph that there's nothing else. Venisgav Hashem Levadoi, there's nothing else in the, in, in in creation. Parsha's Noach was destined to be the Parsha of Matan. The purpose of Baruch's Noach coming after Bereshis is Bereshis is a brias oylam. Noach is to teach us even after even even after myse That was the purpose. It didn't happen because of their sins. The revelation that Hashem is alone in the world didn't happen through a positive way of Matan Torah. Therefore, it had to come about anyways. Because this is what Pasha's Noach is destined to be. This that generation was the generation of Matan Torah. So therefore, if they weren't zorcha to, to see that Hashem is the the oneness of Hashem through Matan Torah in a positive way, is therefore. It came about anyways, but in a negative way, by destroying the world where nothing was left in the world and nothing was functioning in the world other than Hashem, Hashem's radiant existence. So that's really, that's really what Pasha's Noach is. Pasha's Noach should have been the Pasha of Torah, but it turned out to, get, to convey the same message as Torah. The message of Torah is the Enoid Melvadoi. And what happened in Pasha's Noach? Enoid Melvadoi. How? Through destroying the world. They weren't to the Enoid Melvadoi in Torah, So therefore, the Einoid Melvada anyways was revealed by destroying the world, and Einoid Melvada, there's nothing else in the world. In creation, the real separation, the real two domains really occurred on the second day of creation. On the first day of creation, the Apostle says, V'yerevai Voika Yom Echot. doesn't say Yom Rishon. says Yom Echot. Meaning, the Mepharshim explained on the first day of creation, it was still clear Hashem's actus, Hashem's oneness was still pretty clear in the Bria. On the second day of creation, there was a separation, a separation between the waters above and the waters below. The waters below were separated from the waters above. And that's when separation. That's where multiple domains came into existence. So it turns out that the waters that were separated on the second day, ultimately, they are they are the means. Of, of, of leading people, luring people to think that there's two domains. And that's where Avodah Zarah ultimately comes from, the separation between the upper waters and lower waters that occurred on the second day of creation. In reality, it's, it's famous, the Zayah Kodesh writes, that the waters below down here are crying constantly. We want to be reunited. We want to be reunited. We want to be returned to be above with Hashem. So in reality, the waters below are crying all the time. The waters below never proclaim their own independence. The waters below are yearning to go back. They're yearning to go back. So really there's no two domains. There's a one domain that's been separated from the other domain, but it's all, it's all part of the same domain. And the longing of the waters below to go back up are just testimony to the fact that it's really all one domain. The Mishnah says at the end of Sukkot, there was the, mission, the mitzvah of hamayim, and, and Chazal say, what was the purpose of the mitzvah of hamayim? Because when the lower waters are crying, that they want to go back up to Shemayim to be reunited with the upper waters. So Hashem consoled them by giving them the mitzvah of hamayim, where they used to go down and draw the water from the Meshulayach, that's right here, and bring it back, and he used to pour it down to the Mizbeach. And that was consoling the lower waters, the at that were crying. So according to what we just said in the whole Dvato era, it turns out something beautiful. It turns out in essence that the mitzvah of (laughs) Hamaim took the lower waters that are the route to lure people to multiple powers, to two domains, but they brought them back up through the mitzvah of Hamaim to make it into one domain. And that itself ultimately is a bittle to all Avedezara, nullifies all senses of Avedezara. And this explains us uh, something so beautiful, that Mishnah in Sukkah. The Mishnah says in Sukkah that when they marched down to the Mishaelayach to fill the water for the mitzvah of Nisach HaMayim, a beautiful procession, they started walking down the steps from the Azorah to the Eziz Noshim, and there were trumpets blowing, and a whole, a whole procession over there in the Mishnah, in, in, in Mesech HaSukkah, in the last parak. When they left the Azara, the Mishnah says it over Pella. They turned around and they said, our forefathers turned their backs to the to the west, turned their backs to Hashem. They faced the Shemesh, they faced the east, and they bowed to the sun and they were idol worshippers. We are not. This is of a Mishnah. Never understood this Mishnah. You're going out now to be Mekayim the Mitzvah of Hamaim. A beautiful Mitzvah. The whole Simcha of Sukkos revolved around this. Ushafta temayim Besoson." Simchas she'eva. The whole simch of Sukkot was taking this water for the mitzvah of Nisachamayim. Why are you bringing out Why are you all our veyres, our forefathers, or idol worshippers? what's it going to do with the, now them now going out to, 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 to fill up the water, to draw the water for the mitzvah of Hamaim? What's one thing going to do with the other? But according to what I was saying, it's fascinating. The whole mitzvah of drawing the maim at and bringing it up to the Mizbeach is to show that the lower waters and the upper waters are all part of the same domain. They're all part of the one domain of Hashem. One domain of Hashem. So it turns out the Mitzvah of Hamayim nullifies all traces of Avodah Zorah. We explained earlier that the, the origins of Avodah Zorah come from the idea on the second days of creation where the two waters were separated. That's the origin of Avodah Zorah. But now through the Mitzvah of Nitzvah Hamayim we're nullifying that. And therefore they announced bitla of as they were leading out to the Mitzvah of Nitzvah Hamayim. So that's why in Parsha's Noach. When the marble began, it's the lower waters that came up and met with the upper waters that came down. But it started with the lower waters because the marble, the world was destroyed because of the sin of Avodah And the sin of Avodah originates from the separation between upper waters and lower waters as just explained. And therefore, in order to nullify the Avodah to show that Hashem is the only existence, is the lower waters came up. The lower waters came up. And that's what the parsha of Breishis and Noach is all about. Breishis is creation, and Noach is showing that even after creation, Hashem is the only existence. The Svarim write that Ma'imele the upper orders correspond to Toras the written law. The Ma'ime correspond to the Oral Torah Pe, which which is Neschadish through the Chachamim down here. The idea is just like the lower orders crying with passion to go back up. So too, the way to learn Torah Shabbat the way to learn the oral law, the way to learn Torah Shabbat is to feel the yearning to connect Torah Shabbat to Torah itself. To feel once we're learning Torah Shavu'ah that we want to go up. That's why the whole Torah Shavu'ah Pei follows the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Akiva is the one who said, "Call Yomai, all my days." Ha Yisimit Star, I was waiting to go back up to Shemaim. Rabbi Akiva declared that all his life he's waiting to go up. It's mamish a parallel to the lower waters crying the whole time that they want to go up to be reunited, because Torah Shavu'ah Pei is a parallel to the Mayim at to the lower waters, and that's why. You do our rhapsodic rites, the beginning of Masechus Brochus, the first Gemara says, Tano Akrokoy, the Tano of the Bresa, or the Tano of the Mishnah, the Tano of the Mishnah, is going, and uh, the Mishnah of Meimosah is going back onto Torah Shabal The Tachlis is that Torah Shabal to feel that we're going back to Torah Shabik And therefore, when a person learns Torah, he has to learn Torah with the same longing, with Dveikas, to be reunited, to go up, to transcend up. And that's why it's very interesting that there's a lot of ramosim in, in Barashas and Shemois that hint to the idea of Torah Shabal Peh. Barashas, Sechazal, is made up of the word Borashis. And the Holy Tzfilat tzadik writes that Borashis hints at Shishis Sidre Mishnah. He says that Shesh Sidorim is Gematria Barashas. In in, in, in Sidre in Mishnah, there's 523 Prokim. Tov Kof, chav Gimel, Pirka is Gematria Barashas. Ayla told us, Noyach, told us, Noach Noyach is Gematria, Lamad Vav Mesechdes, because there's 36 Mesechdes in Gemara. So you see the Torah Shabbat and the Medjush Tan at the beginning of Parashas Noyach, discusses at length the beauty of Torah Shabbat and how a person's gonna to learn Torah Shabbat So we see from this old, you know, the Taches in these parishes, is the Taches from us below, longing, longing, longing to be reunited with Hashem. And we see now, in an unbelievable thing, the last, last few weeks, since the war began, Rahman al-Islam, we see Baruch Hashem an awakening from multitudes and multitudes of Amishral that are now, till now, they've been living a life as if there's two entities, as if there's two domains. They were living a life totally over here, never looking up in Shemayim and never, never interesting themselves, Bichlal, in anything that's higher. Now there's a sudden his oyrus and there's a sudden passion and vacus of wanting to Wanting to rise, wanting to grow, wanting to transcend to a different place. This is the Oyrs of the Ma'amatachtoynim. This is the crying that we want to get closer to Hashem. This whole war brought about a beautiful, beautiful hiskaravas to Hashem from so many people that for the first time in their lives are performing certain mitzvahs. So Ebrish the and Hashem the unbelievable awakening of Klal Yisrael that we should all be zorcha Metz Hashem to the to the to the Hashem levadoi b'Yehemahu and Metz Hashem to the Mapala. Of all our enemies, and to the nisgav Hashem l'avadah b'yomahu b'mherab yomenu amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.